I am here, master. I appreciate your genius. You, you cannot experience the terror, the exquisite fear that I inspire in those who dare oppose me. At best, your befogged mind can merely twitch in awe. Master, that's not fair. I can never mind. I am my best audience. But I graciously consent to allow you to be in my presence. Oh, thank you, Master. We're live. Holy shit, we're live. What is going on, guys? It's Ruben Prime. It's 2.49 the a.m. It's November the 13th, 2021. And again, just <laughs> the news just never stops. And we're here to, you know, commentate, give our, our takes, our opinions on the news. And there's so much to talk about. And I'm just I'm just really optimistically happy. And you know, I'll tell you why just in a second. But um welcome to the Room Prime Podcast. And I'm glad that you have stopped by and Listen to this download when it becomes available to you. I really do appreciate you uh, listening, downloading, and, you know, shouting out the podcast. I really do appreciate it. And we're on the road to 100 episodes. And, yes, we're numbering our podcast because we really want to, you know, just keep a, a track of things you know we got to be uh concise we have to be very uh we just have to be very professional at this in that at the end of the day and i literally did this the other day my day off went through all of the episodes that i have on red circle shout outs to red circle that's the the platform where i beam all the episodes to the other platforms like you know like apple spotify uh stitcher uh google etc 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 and i just went through all them and i numbered them and there's one that's missing it's the very first episode uh back when it was ruben prime tv and i'm kind of glad that that episode is uh, not necessarily lost, but um, I'm just glad that it wasn't uploaded because just looking back and listening to some of my older stuff, you know, and I leave it on there for a reason, even though it's just horrible. Audio was off. Uh, my editing wasn't as good as it is now. And uh, I didn't know what the hell I was doing. And looking back at that i was like wow like i i improved but just because i improved from back then to where i am now you're not gonna stop like we're always gonna be pushing we're always gonna be grinding you know the 
the, the grind never stops just because you're better than where you were yesterday doesn't mean that you stop you always keep on grinding you always keep on uh striving for greatness and and someone and it's uh crazy but again i don't care what side of fence you are i don't care what walk of life you you come from if you have something profound to say fuck it you will get my my respect and you will get my my kudos and i think that's the the main issue that i see in in today's society and you and yeah we do talk about the news and what's going on and in, in the world but it hits home to culture and society which it's the main category that this uh, podcast is on the reason why people tend to be very just dismissive when it comes to just other people just because they're they could be a different political affiliate they may have a different political affiliation than they do or they may like different things or maybe hate the different different things that they they don't they will just immediately dismiss and shun anything that anyone else says they could be right listen if someone's right i don't care what side defense you are i don't care what where you you know where you stand on a lot of things if you say something right you're right and we had to we we had to learn how to respect people for having their opinions and it's sad that we we're in 2021 and yeah we got all this technology yeah we have all this uh this just social media is around us we have cryptocurrency you know we're able to do so many things but yet we've devolved and degress and um that's something i'm going to talk about uh, in a future episode on the road to 100 episodes and after that 200 and 300 and 400 but uh we just regressed because we're we talk about all this diversity and we gotta have inclusion and it's something i talked about with uh, my friend drew and you gotta give a shout out to him and his uh his platform his patreon uh he has exclusive content on there and we did an episode where we talked about uh, a nick cage movie and nick cage always has gems good or bad like this is something in there that no matter what you're gonna you're gonna love and it was the movie called mandy and we just reviewed it we discussed like where our for you know parts of the movie you know what made us you know i say made us laugh cry but you know it, it was just our review and our take on the movie because apparently it has a, a call following and we wanted to you know get our take on it. and after that we got into a discussion on you know marvel and then the diversity and inclusion and it, it's a really good conversation 
and we didn't expect to go that long, but there's just something in me that I just wanted to talk about it because um, sometimes we have to have those those conversations. We may not want to, but we have to. And Drew is a cool a cool dude. And yeah, we agree on many things, but we disagree on a few things. And one thing that I wish I would have said is just the fact that probably I did, but if not, is one of the things I wish I said that I wish that we had a diversity of thought because we're we have diversity of everything else, but diversity of thought. And what I mean by that is you can have a black character, female character, a trans, non-binary, all these different genders and, and races and skin colors, you know, just anyone. But you can have them in all your types of movies, TV shows, any sorts of entertainment. But it don't matter when there's just a lack of thought, a diversity of thoughts. There's just way too much diversity on the wrong things. And when people refuse to just respect people, you don't have to like a person. Like people close to me will tell you, I don't give a damn if you like me or hate me. Just respect the fact that I'm a fucking human being and we're all going through life. Like anyone that, that's living and breathing, I respect them because it's 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 not easy. But again, we're not going to complain about it. We're not we're not going to ask for a fucking medal, but we'll respect you. And I feel like with that people don't don't get it. They don't have that that respect. Hey, that person has different different views and opinions. I'm not going to argue, I'm not going to fight, carry on. But if that if there's a few people in there or there's, there's a good amount that can say, hey, we're, you know, hey, we may not agree on everything. And that's never been the point for me. Like, if we agree on everything, that'll be boring. Like, key things, yeah. But fundamentally, it's cool when you figure out that, hey, this person has different view mindset but we get each other we aren't we're on that wavelength that's cool but uh just to close out this this uh little monologue i'm just this things that i notice and we're just we need to recalibrate ourselves because there's just so much of this diversity talk this inclusion talk and i always said diversity kills and so does inclusion because when you're not thinking about the fact that, hey, well, maybe it's cool to be to be diverse, but let it be with a purpose. Let 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 it have some some weight and some merit and some reasoning behind it, not just let's just shoehorn all this because diversity and uh woke points and uh, virtual signaling points And it's something that that uh, Again I gotta shout out my, my close friend Because uh, You know we're co-workers and, and today at work was pretty It was just dragging But 
just the fact that we were able to have just every every time we we got together and, and chat at work, we're always just bringing in some gems, and he will be on very soon on this uh, podcast. And actually, another person have things lined up. Don't want to get too ahead of myself, but I know for sure I got one person lined up. I have so many people lined up, but you'll see in time. And, uh, you know, just to end this, we need to have a diversity of thought. We need to understand that, hey, we may not agree on everything, but I respect the fact that you have different opinions. And just move on. The goal is, like I told a fire member of mine, can't save everyone. Because if you do, you you end up, you know, A, you end up essentially just drowning yourself while you're trying to save other people. Just the same, uh, uh, the same way when you're trying to please everyone. You try to please everyone, you end up pleasing no one. So you're going to offend some people. You're going to have people that are not going to like your viewpoints and not like you. That's fine. The, the The goal is not to be liked. The goal is, is to have an understanding and, and a respect factor and just move on. And just for the love of God, stop being offended by every fucking thing. I see... On Twitter, and you know, again, shout out to Dave Chappelle. Twitter's not a real place. We need to put down the phone, go out, engage with people, and understand that hey, there's a world, a whole world out there that these social controllers are just trying to close off for you because they don't want you to be human beings. They want us and, and fucking. Pods, uh, fucking gel cell, and you're paying two grand a month for a fucking gel cell. They want you to eat. They want you to eat bugs. They want you to just be miserable, uh, hopped up on prescription meds, uh, wearing three masks, have your your tenth booster shot. That that that's not living. That's in fear. And I said this: live in fear. Excuse me, not live in fear. Whoa. I said this. Don't live in fear. Got to live empowered. Understand that as long as you prevent yourself from from living free, you're always going to live in fear. And, yeah, there's always dangers. But to... Go about life in that way Just sheltering yourself Just being afraid that that's not living And it's very pathetic And it's just Something Not human And uh, and Good segue (laughs) Uh, Very good segue Speaking of not human uh, Whew Cause you know I'm I'm a king of segways. Just people that are not human. I mean, I you will say uh, <laughs> you, you will say uh, uh, 
you will say uh, Mark Zuckerberg. You will say that he he is uh, definitely not human. Uh, definitely for sure, but there's also entities, and this entity is Pfizer. And yes, I'm talking about them. As they said, well, they tried a meme, and the meme was fucking horrible. This this proves that uh, essentially the left does not know how to meme, and it's it's just proof that they they have no sense of humor and they're just doing it wrong. It's like, don't you ever went to someone and say, "Yo, you're doing it wrong. That's how you do it," because you just sat there just watching them. You just try to do it. This is so agonizing. I mean, hey, at least you tried. A for effort, but it's fucking pathetic. And basically, and soon I will have video, but, you know, got to tiptoe, especially talking about, you know, Pfizer and and the Conholio sickness. I got to call it that. But you know we're we're in podcast land, so we can you know we we can say however we want. But essentially, Pfizer. It, it's so funny that, and I'm from their own Twitter account. Uh, it's easy to get distracted by misinformation these days. Don't worry, science has your back. Hashtag science will win. And it's just this meme. You know that meme when uh, there's a person and they have a ball. You know, there's like a ball coming to them. And then there's like a a pink blob that's grabbing the human. And that, that meme template is just... You can put that with... With the incoming work week, you're enjoying your your weekend and you're getting shit faced in. And the work week comes in and say, "Hey, like Monday is around the corner." So Pfizer tried to do that and and it failed. You know, the human the human brain is basically the person on on the first photo, and then the ball is the wild conspiracy theories, and then the pink blob, which is science. Is you know wrapping its tentacles around it and just giving the you know the human brain the look, and it's like that's that's not how you do it. So it's funny when Pfizer tells people that if you spread if you spread misinformation that you're a terrorist, it's it's insane. It's just wild how just. How the, the narrative and how much control these major corporations have, the ph- pharmaceutical companies have, it's wild. And I'm just glad that people are, are not just, they're not eating this bullshit. I'm glad because people have been calling out Pfizer for the hypocrisy. And just the things that these companies are are doing are not human. Let's see. And someone tweeted, uh, quote tweeted them, this you, biggest fine in U.S. history of $2,300,000,000 in 
in 2009 for bribing doctors and suppressing adverse trial results. So in 2009, so over a decade ago, biggest fine in U.S. history, and yet this is this is the corporation that you're just trusting. I see on. <laughs> I see on on dating apps and even Twitter profiles, you know, social media profiles. I see people with the hashtag, you know, Pfizer gang or or Pfizer mommy or Pfizer daddy. I'm just like, wow. I was like, you. I I turned to my friend. I'm like, yo, you see this? You see this? Like, yeah. That person, you know, has, you know, hashtag Pfizer, hashtag Pfizer gang. I'm like, yo, these people have no personality. These people have no, uh, just lack of, just a lack of free will, lack of human thought. And their personalities is just their vaccination status. And it's like, you are just sad human being if you got to do that this identity politics is insane anyway anywho uh it's just wild and we 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 got a little thing right here we got a clip let's see Department of Justice, and I think I, I've talked about this in a previous podcast. I gotta remember which one it was, but I did talk about this. Uh, Department of Justice Office of Public Affairs for immediate release Wednesday, September second, two thousand nine. Health, uh, excuse me, Justice Department announced largest health care fraud settlement in its history. Pfizer to pay two point three billion for fraudulent marketing. Uh, Washington, American pharmaceutical giant Pfizer Inc. and its subsidiary of Pharmacia and Upjohn Company Inc. Uh, here, here and after together, Pfizer have agreed to pay $2.3 billion, the largest healthcare fraud settlement in the history of the Department of Justice, uh, to resolve criminal and civil liability arising from illegal promotion of certain pharmaceutical products the justice department announced today so these are the same people that are saying trust the science people that are spending misinformation on terrorists and yet and you know i got more that this is why i cannot wait to do video very soon i cannot wait um it it is insane that the, just the level of of gall that these people have and again we we let them because we've let it got so big we just let it continually increase just the the, the overreach we continually let this happen and yet you know these same people that put hashtag uh you know team pfizer it's 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 saddening these same people and they have uh you know i love fauci or something disturbing and 
mind you, that man has been wrong on so many accounts. He's flip flopped and I always say follow the money. <laughs> and you got two point three billion to follow. That's what I'm gonna say. Um this is other video. Uh the video Jimmy Dore and gonna play it. He's basically going through and this and this video clip is like fifty four seconds long. And he's going through all the commercials. And it's crazy that they're the same ones that are claiming that people that spread misinformation are, are terrorists. They are sponsoring the media. And you wonder why you see such a a media blackout on all the adverse effects of, of the Conholio job. Because there is. But of course, people, you know, this company, this entity is saying, oh, no, it's safe and effective. Don't don't look over there. Don't look at the people getting heart attacks. Don't look at the people, you know, getting adverse effects. You know, sure. Like, you know, it's it's, it's safe and effective. But you got to take it twice. And three times, fourth time fifth sixth seventh eighth ninth tenth and then the eleventh and then twelfth uh tribe then it will work and of course if you you don't take your your vaccine then it doesn't work because you're you don't you haven't taken yours and this level of of when i hear things like that it kind of reminds me of the twilight zone uh rest of development it kind of it really reminds me of that just no sense whatsoever just do you really think that the the media the government these pharmaceutical companies they got the power they're not gonna give it up like you and, and these same people that comply they're gonna see what's what's gonna happen and now they they want kids. The the, the Pfizer, you know, tried to and not, they they tried and did approve, you know, through the you know through the FDA, they approve kids age five through eleven years old to to get the the Pfizer job, and I'm just like. Yeah, that this is a bridge too far. But we're going to play this clip here. So you know who sponsors the news, right? By Pfizer. CBS Health Watch sponsored by Pfizer. Anderson Cooper 360. Brought to you by Pfizer. ABC News Nightline. Brought to you by Pfizer. Making a difference. Brought to you by Pfizer. CNN Tonight. Brought to you by Pfizer. Early start. Brought to you by Pfizer. Friday night on Aaron Burnett out front. Brought to you by Pfizer. This week with George Stephanopoulos is brought to you by Pfizer. This weather report brought to you by Pfizer. Today's countdown to the royal wedding is brought to you by Pfizer. And now a CBS Sports update brought to you by Pfizer. Meet the press. Data download. Brought to you by Pfizer. This portion of CBS This Morning sponsored by Pfizer. On how to find the hidden sugars in the American family diet. 
sponsored by Pfizer. So you know. Hell, this podcast is sponsored by Pfizer. Like you, you see, and you know, I'm kidding, but just that like you see, you, you just see how much influence that Pfizer has on on the on the mainstream media, the corporate press. And through CDC, FDA, and it's a revolving door. Same people that are in 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 these uh, corporations end up going to other corporations. You know, it, it, it's and you wonder why nothing gets changed because there is a revolving door where these people once their ten years done. In one, like let's say CDC, I gotta find that video. Um, just think it was Alex Jones. Who Alex Jones? But uh, he basically explained how just the revolving door is, especially with you know with with the medical pharmaceutical companies. And you had one person that was in in the FDA. Or in the CDC, and then they end up being ahead of, let's say, Pfizer, Moderna, or the company that uh, Fauci's, you know, the, you know, the one that Fauci's in. So no matter what, these people they always have the seat, you know, always have the seat. They always have the power because it is shifting, shifting chairs on the Titanic. But they always have that power. And let's see if we can find that other thing here. Probably not. Probably not. But it's just it's just insane. You know, to just to end end on this segment, uh, uh I'm just Dumbfounded how it got to that point, how it got to this point to just, just got to this point where now healthy children that don't need the job, that don't need the Conholio job, has uh, now that as parents are literally sacrificing their children on the altar. You know, because ancient civilization has done this. Just the difference is that instead of actually killing your kid and you know, you know, spreading, you're spilling their blood, you can still sacrifice your children, but in different ways. I.e., giving them this job that they don't need, but because. They they trying to get rid of all, all these all these shots. They had just millions of of you know tens hundreds of millions of syringes that they're trying to get rid of. And the fact is that it's getting a lot of people sick. It's getting just killing a lot of people. But of course, the mainstream media isn't going to tell you because look who's sponsoring the mainstream media. It's Pfizer. Like that's all. That's all the evidence you need to know. Like it's it's not a coincidence. It's all the doing you know humanitarian work. No, 
It's like these same people that tell you that global warming is bad. You know, first was, you know, global warming and global cooling. Now it's just climate change because, like, yeah, when it gets, you know, during the summer, more sunlight is uh, concentrated at the poles. Then in the winter, excuse me, North Pole, then in the winter, because, you know, the earth, you know, earth tilts on, um, you know, it spins on an axis. This basic uh, middle school stuff. You wonder why in the summer here, you know, in, in the uh, northern hemisphere, it gets, it's, war- it's warmer in the summer months. And then during the winter months, it gets cold because the sun is not hitting on the on the northern hemisphere. The sun rays are farther away. And then the opposite happens in in the in the summer. When it's hot in, in the northern hemisphere, it's cooler in the southern hemisphere. Then it reverses. And I'm just here like wow, like people are just in this uh, farce global warming and I do I, I do believe that to some degree we're doing harm to our environment but you know people driving SUVs and things like that it's it's all these things like uh, trying to you know using uh, green energy and things like that is actually producing more waste than just, you know, clean coal. And a lot of people don't get this because they believe, well, green, green is, is, is the best. And listen, I love green, my favorite color. However, just certain things, you, you can't improve on them. And what I mean by that, just the best thing to do is you know coal and and things like that there is clean there is you can burn clean coal it's just that again propaganda like oh my god you know coal is you know burns dirty look at china look at india they're they're a reason why we have so much carbon emissions and they there's they don't have sanctions like we do in the rest of the world carbon you know carbon emissions but they're not going to tell you that these same people these rich billionaires are telling you that you gotta have less children you can't eat meat anymore you gotta live in a, in a fucking you know just 10 by 10 well no that that's too that's too much an 8 by 8 cell for 2k a month here like for example here in New York City are just an insane just looking at the, the the prices, you know, for apartments and things like that. It's insane. And then uh, they're telling us that we got to have less kids, eat, you know, stop eating meat and eat bugs and soy and all these things and, and beyond meat patties and, and all this shit. And while these same elitists start telling us not to do these things that going on buying oceanfront property, uh, Bill Gates, oceanfront property. 
uh, all these rich elites flying to the to the uh, the climate summit in private jets, but yet we can't fly. And again, they're using the guise of COVID to enact these things because they're starting to shift away from COVID. Slowly but surely, they're starting to shift away from COVID and they're moving towards climate. And it's going to be an interesting uh, year in 2022. And we're almost there. Just, Just the fact that people are starting to wake up and realize that we've been lied to and that nothing's going to get back to normal because they say, well, you know, again, two weeks to start to stop the spread. And it's those that the hardest thing about the first two weeks is two years, you know, is those two years that, that that's once we get through that and we get to another year and another year. And it's like, yeah, like, Two weeks to stop the spread, but it's like it's been like ten years already, huh? And that's the thing—they're always gonna just, you know, put the call the goalpost down or up, depending on on where you're looking at. They're always gonna put the goalposts higher, 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 and higher because they know that they're not gonna be, you know, they're not gonna be, you know. Go by their word, never. And the, the sooner we realize this, the sooner that we can just take things back. And of course, in a peaceful way. But um, I, I expect more people to be like, yo, like, and they are. There's a lot of protests going on, but the majority of people are just, just conditioned. We we've been conditioned. We're in a new routine now. Before the pandemic, we were in a different routine. And all of a sudden, world stopped, and suddenly now we're in a new routine now. And you see people are going crazy. You're seeing people just, you know, more anxious because they know something is up. But the fact that people are just going along with this and, and these lies and these people, you have, you know, Congress, you have Pfizer, you have CDC, FDA, and all the other vaccine, uh, you know, manufacturers, they're not taking this fucking job. They're not taking this fucking job. Because they know. <laughs> they fucking know. They know what's up, but they, they want us to take it because, of course, it's all about profit and it's all about control. It's all it's ever been. And, of course, when corporations become so massive that they can just buy off uh, governments, media, that's that's when it becomes an issue. So when I hear people tell me it's the science, follow the science, that's some good propaganda. You know, can do you have actual thought or are you just going to uh, regurgitate what the media tells you, which is controlled by Pfizer, but you're not ready to have a conversation yet. But let's see. We we got more things to talk about. I want to like kind of blitz through these. Um, we can definitely blitz. Okay, do this. 
I'm just when I saw this the other day, it was really like a nice throwback to MySpace. And you basically got this uh <laughs> it's basically a fan made uh excuse me, it's basically a fan made uh, version of MySpace and it's called Space Hey it's a private the privacy friendly retro social network and it's basically a collaboration with uh wow 19 years old see that 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 that's what really like makes me happy just seeing just young people just create and it's it's something amazing to see. So he's trying to get his name and and the maker and uh, it Bush. They basically made Space Hay, which is a a throwback to the one of the best social networks, uh, MySpace. And just looking at the at the website, and it's basically like. MySpace, of course, is not affiliated with uh, with MySpace in any way, but it's essentially a nice throwback. And I'm it's it's really it really looks just like MySpace. I'm just um, it's really dope. But uh, yeah, I just want to talk about that and. I'm just overall like speaking of social media, I'm just very just annoyed with social media because while it's a good tool and it's you know to uh, share post things, but a lot of times people tend to just overconsume when when you take things you know in moderation. All good. It is all good. However, nowadays we just just consume so much, and we just live off of social media. We we get that uh, dopamine hit. We get that like if we get that follow. We get that engagement. But in real life, people don't want to engage. I mean, there's a lot of reasons why. A lot of people have become. Just essentially, just not human. We've been taught to not 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 to interact with people, to basically treat everyone as 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 a as as an enemy. To to just be very suspicious of one another, and it's it's something that I, I've noticed. And social media has done that So you see a lot of people Go around impressing strangers Or people going around Getting triggered by things that strangers post on on social media And while it's cool to to be able to interact with so many people That you otherwise wouldn't be able to it, It basically bred Just 
this ability for people to get triggered and you know use social media as a way to just uh go on a witch hunt on people and cancel people and troll too because trolls are a problem just like uh uh buy bots are an issue getting up all the electronics and things like that you know ps5s nintendo switches uh high value items so i mean not xbox series x's and s's because those are wildly available because you know, those aren't sought after but ps5 and nintendo switch oled you know graphics cards yeah so that, that there's always a double-edged sword and um uh we, we just need to put the phone down you know log off the social media for a while just do other constructive things to better your life because being on social media and and just scrolling on our and I catch myself doing it. I'm like Jesus Christ and Apple has a feature it has a feature where it can well it shows you like your activity time like like how much time you spend entertainment social media productivity things like that and it's like oof like yeah I'm on YouTube because I'm always watching like how to's and um occasionally I watch a you know couple of gameplay videos and I have like something in the background to help me go to sleep but when I notice I'm on social media a lot and for no reason I'm like yeah I need to put my fucking phone down and just do something else. And that's what we got to do. So it's cool that, you know, we have this throwback to space, you know, to my space, you know, space. Hey, but it it just brought me back to a time when social media, like it, it wasn't as a behemoth and so much a part of our lives as, as it is now. Like, I kind of wish we can go back to, you know, the the early, like, the mid-2000s. That I was, like, for me, like, the from the year 1999 to 2010 was just those years. So, those, that was, that was, like, my favorite timeline, in my opinion. But, you know, enough of that, <laughs> reminiscing about the, the, the good old times. That's the, the good old times. All right, we got a couple of articles I want to blitz to. We got two. And they had to do with uh, Joe Rogan. And, of course, he just gets it. You don't have to agree with him. But the fact that he just... Just... He has common sense. Just calls out hypocrisy, calls out bullshit. So let's get it um, from theblaze.com. Joe Rogan savage, savages critics calling black Republicans, black white supremacists, uh, quote, they're out of their fucking minds. Quote. <laughs> let's see here. The outspoken broadcaster Joe Rogan 
uh, rip critics calling black Republicans white supremacists following last week's, and this was published on November the 9th. Uh, following last week's Virginia election, which saw the state elect its, its first female black lieutenant governor, uh, Wilson Sears. Following her election, Sears said that she was living the American dream and that her victory demolished all the narratives about race. What the details? During Monday's broadcast of the Joe Rogan experience, Rogan said it's impossible to be a black white supremacist. I mean, in, in terms of like people watch the Chappelle show and you had that, uh, that, uh, black KKK member, but that was just fucking satire. That was just, um, Chappelle just making a joke cause he makes fun of everyone. But, uh, of course when the left, when when the left just starts running out of things to call people, they just go to all reliable calling people white supremacists. And it's like, well, <laughs> when I heard that this that this uh woman uh won the lieutenant governorship, I was like, Okay, cool. You know, she seems you know, she seems nice. She's just you know, hopefully she does a good job. But just the fact that the media is attacking her so much, I let you know that yeah, like it, it's insane. And the fact that she's Republican and and as they say, all oh, Republicans are all bad. It's like no, you know, just like not all Democrats are are bad. I mean, a lot of them are, but there there are a lot of good Republicans, good Democrats. But it's just this whole left-right paradigm that I have issues with. A lot of people have issues with. Uh, Let's see here. Uh, Again, Rogan said, that's impossible to be a black-white supremacist. Uh, You can't be gay and be an ISIS, you know. He said, that's like being a black-white supremacist, but actually, that's possible now. They're saying that they're saying that anytime a black person says anything that doesn't go with the Democratic Party narrative, they say that person's carrying carrying water for white supremacists. Exactly. When I heard, I'm always, when I always hear, especially with black people, I'm putting you on blast. When I hear black people say, oh, the, 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 this, this coon, this shucking jiver, this, uh, you know, this, uh, you know, soft shoe tap dancer. I'm just like, Y'all have nothing original to say. Like, I'm sorry that you're in this democratic plantation. You're in this in, in this narrative that the Democratic Party has given you. But majority of the time, Democrats have lied. The Democrats have lied. And the fact that you you you've been promise things and you haven't gotten them but you're still in in that paradigm you still believe that just because someone is democrat that means that they're good and just because someone is republican that means they're bad and i remember when jay-z made that song uh black republican with nas and now all of a sudden oh it's, it ain't cool to be a republican it's like be who you want to be but 
just don't be in that fucking plantation. It's the same way with with politics. Oh, this this person's black, I'm gonna vote them in. And I ask, oh, okay, why why are you voting for this person? And then they'll tell me, Oh, they're black. That's that's what I heard when Obama got in in office, when you know, well before he got in office. And people that could vote, they said, Oh, I'm voting for him because he's black. I'm like, Do you know his 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 you know, what he stands for, his policies and things I knew. But a lot of people didn't. I'm just like, if you're going to vote for someone, you got to know their principles. You can't just vote for someone just based on their skin color. You can't vote for someone just based on their political party. You got to know what what they're standing for. Because, you know, back when I was naive, Ruben Prime, and thought that my vote count, you know. But, of course, doesn't count. Because, essentially, it doesn't matter who you vote in because you, you gotta see who is funding these people for the most part um, but it's very true what Rogan said that anytime a black person you know speaks out of line as they say that, that doesn't go with the narrative or they're carrying water and I'm just like huh it's it's so funny, but yeah, you you always hear all oh, Black Lives Matter, but but there's always an asterisk. There's always a, a but right after that because it's all this is hypocrisy. It's yeah, let, you know, believe all black people all black give black voices a chance, but if. They don't go with the narrative. They don't go with the democratic narrative. I mean, if you want to be honest, just say the the socialist party narrative. That that's really what it is. But again, not ready to have a conversation. I don't know why I'm drinking coffee three forty two in the AM, but you know, it is what it is. Um just gotta stay up. As long for as long as I can, but uh, but yeah, I'm, I'm always hearing that. But yeah, it's it's all believe all black voices. Just listen. They try to cancel Dave Chappelle. They try to cancel J- Dave Chappelle, but yeah, he he's black. He came from nothing, uh, made something for himself. You know, great comedian, made for than everyone. And yet, he said a few fucking trans jokes. Yeah, people that are speaking for the trans community getting upset. And then there's trans people who have said, listen, hey, he's including us. He, he's making jokes about us and they're funny. What's the problem? But of course, it's just people that just want everything canceled, everyone canceled because they're not following or toting the 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 line. And that's, actually, that's something I want to talk about, too. More in depth, you know, the whole trans community, just the the, the psyop. Let's say psyop, but just just the whole. Uh, they're another group that's been used, just like black people, just like uh, Asian people, just like 
Middle Eastern people. They've all been news. Democrat, Republican, Christian, all these groups, all these people have been used one way or another to further the agenda. And people don't understand that, especially now, you know, you have all these groups, you know, Antifa, BLM, you have Republicans, Democrats, Socialists, Communists, you have Christians being marginalized, you have uh, people just being pitted against each other. Because of you know fucking vaccine status, you know it's crazy that we're being used and we're not realizing it. And black people, especially, time and time again, they're always being used and abused. Especially when it's time for you know to to vote, and it's crazy how it, it just never changes. It's more shit change and more things stay the same. It just it never fails. I'm just like yep, just like last year with all the things that went down. I was like, yep, same shit, different toilet. You know, we shit the same. It's just different toilet that you're shitting on because it never changes. It never fucking changes until we realize that yeah, we need to do better for us. Instead of trying to cancel the people and trying to uh, police other people in their speech and, you know, clean up other communities. Uh, what about, you know, y'all, how about we clean up our communities? We handle things in our backyard, in our, in our house, before we go around, you know, for example, calling, saying, hey, got to deal with the white supremacist. You know, hey, they're carrying, you know, th- those those people, those black people, they're carrying water for white supremacists. Like, it's so unoriginal. It's so tacky and played out. You have nothing intelligent to say. You have nothing of, of relevance or important to say. Yeah, just go with the whole white supremacist line. Because it's easy. It's just no, no rational thought. No, no logic. It's just whoop, go in one ear and out the other. White supremacists, and in one ear, whoop, carrying water for white supremacists. It's it's never something of, of significance with these people, and that's something that's been taught over over the years, over the decades. You know, and these people never—they're never gonna talk. They're never gonna actually sit down and have a discussion. It's easy just to say someone's a white supremacist. So to finish up, he continued. They're out of their fucking mind. Uh, that lady, that was the new lieutenant governor of Virginia. That's a black woman. She's sponsored by the NRA. I don't know what all her accolades, all of her accolades, but she is an incredible. Articulate lady, powerful woman, and they're saying that her becoming the lieutenant governor is a victory for white supremacy. I read that. Rogan added, "The Democratic Party is keen to slap the white supremacy label on as many things as they can." Quote unquote. Uh, Rogan's comments come after sports writer uh, Jamil Hill oddly appeared to blame white supremacy for Sears' win. 
In response to Sears' win, a Hill, former ESPN broadcaster, tweeted, quote-unquote, it's not the messaging, folks. This country simply loves white supremacy. It's like, it's, and that's the thing, when someone of, you know, someone that's black uh, wins, it's never okay. Hey, this, this, and this woman happens to be Republican because if they were a Democrat, oh, it's, it's fine, another victory. And it's like, yeah, the reason why y'all saying white supremacy is because they're not toting the line. You know, they're not, uh, uh, you know, here for uh, victim blaming and giving y'all free shit and going along with BLM. They, that, that, that's what y'all want. Y'all want no accountability, no responsibility. Y'all want free shit. Y'all want to go to fucking Target and steal all the laundry detergent, all the laundry detergent, and y'all don't got that much clothes to wash. Y'all want to go into, you know, convenience stores, shoplift. Y'all want to have just no no law and order. Y'all want someone to facilitate that. You want someone to get into office and basically coddle y'all. That's the thing. Y'all want to be coddled instead of saying, yo, what, what happened in the past, our ancestors suck, but we now, we're living we're breathing. We're better than our ancestors. The fact that we're here now, and I said this to my friend, and he he knows, he he knows. Uh, I refer to him because I remember this. The fact that we're living now, we have so much more advantages than our ancestors have. Reason why we're here is because of them. So instead of complaining and I'm being great and, and being ungrateful. And blaming everything on white supremacy and, and the, the white boogeyman, we gotta get up and do shit. Straight up. We gotta get up from our condition. But again, back to what I was saying, you can't save everyone. Save those you can, and then the ones that you can't save or don't want to be saved, you read them their last rites. You, you got the undertaker, and so be it. Because you can't save everyone. Save those that want to be saved. Save those who who want to have intellectual conversations, intellectual thought. That's it. That's all we can do. But it's just so just mind-numbingly uh, exhausting just trying to uh, just argue and reason with these people. They just, all they're going to do is just say white supremacy. All they're going to do is is say, oh, they just love carrying water. And it's like, so no black person can can stand on their own. And that's just showing a, a disrespect, a, a blatant disrespect to those black people who, who have made something out of themselves. That's how I see it. And it's like, when I heard that, I was like, yep, th- this is... <laughs> when I heard that I was like oh my god like we're we're officially in twilight world we're we're in the clown world order now when you have black people calling other black people oh white supremacist oh they they're white supremacist oh they carrying water for white supremacist I'm like 
Jesus Christ, like, yeah, no fucking rational thought at all. That's scary. Let's let's read. Let's read this because there's another article where there's more hypocrisy. There's more. There's this bullshit. It just proves that just black people love being victims. Not all. If doesn't apply to you as someone wise told me if it don't apply let it fly because i'm just sick and tired of i am just mentally i'm sick and tired of of just mentally holding myself back because when you say things you know if it don't apply to you you, you shouldn't care but then it goes back to what i was saying people love to be offended people just love to just uh just have fake outrage and you know especially talking about uh uh black people of uh, f- fake negro outrage and speaking of uh speaking of uh, outrage biden called a veteran uh it was a baseball player a it was a veteran or it was during the Veterans Day uh, um, speech that Biden had, and he basically called this person, basically called this person a Negro, and people were saying, "Oh, that's not racist." But the the judge, mm, excuse me, the judge that was residing on the the um, the uh, Kyle Rittenhouse case. Made a joke about Asian food And of course people are saying Oh that's racist But okay so one thing it's okay Because if, if Trump said Oh we, we honor this Negro here or whatever He would have been called fucking racist And this is what I mean The hypocrisy Because Biden is a Democrat And listen Biden His mind is so fucked up Because you know the reason why he he's saying that is because his mind is messed up. But you know people are not going to acknowledge that. It's like, oh no, that's okay. That's that's good. That's fine. Like that wasn't disrespectful. Like yeah. Then this guy, career politician, he was around during during the fucking fifties. He he's he's as racist as they come. But of course, since he's a Democrat, he has left cover. It's just the, the hypocrisy that I see, and it's blatant. But whenever, trust me, I will call things out. Whenever someone doesn't matter where they're from, their affiliation, they say something wrong. If it's fucked up, I will call it out. But the fact that one is looked at as fine, even though it's 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 you know it, it's it's just wow. But the other one made in a joke, and of course, people were just quick to because there's a bias. We all have a bias, one way or another. But let's finish this article because there's one more article. And I'm gonna tear this dude to shreds in a second. Uh, let's see. Uh, Hill wasn't the only one. Liberal commentator Michael Eric uh, Dyson. 
told MSNBC's Joy Reid that Sears was nothing more than a black mouth for white supremacist practices. Wow. Uh, of Sears' election, Dyson told Reid, you are doing what all political figures must do, make choices. The problem is here is that they want white supremacy by ventriloquist effect. Wow, that's... That's a very big word that they use. Um, there is a black mouth moving, but a white idea running on the runaway of the tongue of a figure who justifies and generalizes the white supremacist practices. We know that they can internalize in our own minds and in our own subconscious and our own bodies the very principles that is uh, that are undoing us. So to have a black face speaking on behalf of white supremacy, so white supremacist legacy is nothing new. So it's funny that they bring this up about about um, uh, Governor Sears, Madam Governor Spears, a uh, Sears, excuse me. But we all know Obama, and the reason why he got selected, you know. While a lot of people voted for him, he was selected. Let's get that out of the way. But he had he he did not do anything for black people. He did more for gays, did more for the banks. He did more for for the the major banks, the major corporations to bail them out. He bombed and killed more brown people and he had white handlers he had uh henry kissinger uh zerbinu brzezinski god's hard pronouncing that name sometimes but all these people have like through through obama they was able to enact their their plans to basically take over the third world and you know take over the Middle East, but we're not going to talk about that because it's easy just to say, oh, this this person, this woman, is a white supremacist just because she's a Republican. If she was a fucking Democrat, y'all wouldn't be on the news slandering her. It's insanity. We're all talk. We're all about uh, you know black voices. You know. Uh, Gotta let black people be heard But of course They don't toe the line These people will go out of line And say just fucked up shit like this Alright Last article For the for the evening Where is this Where is this article Where is this article Alright found it Okay All right, the blaze. Joe Rogan, uh, shall shall uh, shallacks, <laughs> uh, calling Kaepernick for comparing uh, playing in the NFL to slavery. What the fuck are you talking about? And that's exactly when I heard this. I was like. Come on, man. Like, this dude is trying so hard to be a part of the struggle. Jesus, when I heard, I was like, wow. 
I was like, I, I gotta, I gotta just rip this one a new asshole because uh, he's so full of shit. He, all that needs to be expelled. You know what happens when? You know, that's what happens when you're constipated, full of hypocrisy, just full of his own just biasness. Uh, is that professional here? Colin Kaepernick uh, equated being an NFL player to slavery in his new Netflix series. Netflix series. Uh, Colin in black and white. Uh, the disgusting comparison was met with major backlash online. The six-part Netflix docudrama series was also shellacked by Joe Rogan. The Netflix TV show compared NFL players at a combine to slave auction with a cotton-filled background. Uh, Con- the Colin and Black and White series attempted to make a comparison between the NFL owners and plantation slave owners from the late 18th century. In a recent episode of the Joe Rogan Experience, the UFC commentator asked fellow comedian and podcaster uh, Theo Vaughn, did you see that Netflix special where Colin Kaepernick is comparing the NFL to slavery? Vaughn immediately mocked Kaepernick calling him a, a throws of parks a joke about former quarterback attempting to be a civil rights activist. <laughs> uh, Rogan lambasted Kaepernick. It is the dumbest comparison, quote unquote. Uh, Vaughn jumped in and said, that's the lamest. I did not. I tried to watch it. It made me sad. It made me feel sad because it feels like the lowest. It's like the lowest pandering for racism you can ever create. It's almost infantile the pandering of it i think it takes away from like the real racist shit let's stop right there absolutely right to to say that again and i think it takes away from the real racist shit things like this just like with women uh you know just they have buyers or more so they go about Trying to report a dude, you know, falsely accuse a guy of rape just because the guy didn't want to be with them anymore because the guy thought he, you know, she just had a, they had a one night stand and she didn't like that or just the feeling when their actual, uh, you know, sexual assault allegations that should be reported on, but because there's so much of the, the bullshit. That the real cases just get scrutinized, and it's just, it's just that 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 example and many others. When you just muddy the waters with all this nonsense, when there's when real issues of racism, real issues of of, for example, sexual assault, real issues of. Uh, uh, you know, classism, etc. When you muddy the waters, it basically turns people. They they you get jaded because you hear so much about oh, someone says something racist, and then you come to find out it's just fucking pandering. It's fucking uh, it's just lame, lame attempts to to get woke points. It's just insanity. And initially when I heard this I was like oh no That can't be serious And I was like yep it's serious 
really is is lame. It's really lame when, when like when, and it's funny that uh, when you're in the fucking you know NBA, like last time I checked, he was getting paid millions of dollars, millions of dollars, and the majority of fucking NBA players are black. They make so much money and the fact that they take their craft seriously the fact that they while the time that they're there because you know NFL players they have short shelf life because you know concussion things like that when they're there you gotta train you gotta go through the ringer because you're in a team you gotta make sure you're, you're in tip top shape but of course, to some people, that's that's too much. Oh, it's slavery. It's like if I got told, "Hey, I pay you fucking five hundred grand to to just sit on the bench and occasionally just throw the ball to, to the star player so they can make the shot," I'll be like, "Okay, that's five hundred grand." And that's, you know, already, you know, taxes taken out and everything. I'll be like, hell yeah, that's five grand. That That's <laughs> that's more than I'm fucking making right now. Like, sign me up. And all I got to do is just stay in shape, stay healthy. I'll be like, hell yeah. That That's just not, not without question because, again, there's incentive there. But also as an athlete, you want to perform at, at your at your top form but of course you just have these activists out here who just want things given to them and, and spoon fed to them there's always these these mixed cats these mixed people that try to they try so hard to pan they try so hard to be uh woke and it always backfires on them and it's funny like i'm glad people are calling kaepernick on this bullshit because he's a, the prime example is wrong with Activism was wrong with uh, athletes and what's wrong with black people, mixed people, whatever, because they say, oh, you're if if you're part black, then you're all black. If you have a drop of black in you, and then you're 100% black. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> but okay. Continue with the article. Rogan Bash Kaepernick. Imagine compared the ability to do it or not to do it. You sign up for everyone. Like so many people who play football want to be in the NFL. It's a goal. It's a dream. You can make millions of dollars. And imagine comparing that to slavery simply because they measure up people's physical performance. Quote, unquote. Exactly. He, he said it there better in a sentence that I did in a few, in a few, you know, in a paragraph or two, uh, continue on. That's what he's doing. He's measuring like wingspans and the combined scores, like for weightlifting, speed, and all that stuff. Rogan said of the slavery, the slavery scene on the show. That to see how physically uh, adept you are, how good you're going to be at football. So they give you tons of money, of course. And that's what I was saying. If I was given money. Just to be a bench warmer, a good amount of money, I'll take it. If I got millions of dollars to 
you know, and I was a star player. I was very good. I was, you know, very capable, you know, on the field. And they gave me more money. I'd be like, hell yeah. Because I worked my ass off to to get to that point. And there's a lot of people that are so-called activists that all they want to do is get all the money but not have to work. They want to be the star, but they can't because they can't. They can't hang. They can't stand up to the plate. They can't measure up. So instead of just getting better, as they said, getting get good, noob, get good, they instead just blame everything on, on white supremacy, racism, all this stuff. It's like, no, you're a loser. You suck. You have no drive, no ambition. And you're making people that do have the drive and ambition look bad. Continue on. Uh, that's what he's doing. He's, uh, I just already read that. Apologies. Um, the idea that. The idea that this is comparable to slavery. Whoever fucking wrote that down. And then he. The fact that he read it and said. Then he had the video. Where they were comparing the NFL to slave masters. And they're shaking their heads with each other. Rogan said. And uh, uh Then emphatically. Uh, prodded. What the fuck are you talking about? Exactly. Elsa was saying, "Okay, let, let's play this clip here." Did you see that Netflix special where Colin Kaepernick is comparing the NFL to slavery? Bro, throws a parks. That's what I call that dude. <laughs> throws a parks. <laughs> it is that is the lamest. That it, 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 I did try to watch it. It's the it makes me sad comparison. It makes me sad because it feels like the lowest. It's like the lowest pandering for racism that you could create. Yeah. It's almost infantile. Yeah, the pandering of it, and I think it takes away from real race, like real racist shit. That ha- it's just like imagine comparing the ability to do it or not do it. Oh yeah, you you sign up for it. Everybody like so many. People who play football want to be in the NFL. It's a goal. It's a dream. You can make millions of dollars. And imagine comparing that to slavery simply because they measure people's physical performance. That's what he was doing. He was measuring, like, wingspans and the combine scores, like, for weightlifting and speed and all that stuff. That's to see how physically adept you are, how good you're going to be at football. Yeah. So they'll give you tons of money. Yeah, the idea that this is comparable to slavery. But whoever fucking wrote that down, and then he, the fact that he read it and said it, and then they had that video <clears throat> where they're comparing the NFL owners to the slave masters, and they're shaking hands with each other. Oh. Like, what the fuck are you talking about? So that was from uh, Rogan and uh, his guests. Just from from their mouths, and that that's just it's 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 just fucking insane. I'm just like, yo, like how like how, how can you compare the two? I compare it to okay. We're, we're gonna finish this. Uh, this isn't the first time Kaepernick has been blasted by a member 
of the UFC in July. UFC star Jose uh, Masvidal Masvidal went on a tirade against uh, the NFL quarterback turned activist for praising Fidel Castro. Oof. And I did an episode about the the crisis in Cuba and how people uh, here in America that are defending communism and, and defending the communist regime over there that oh it's, it's it's not communism's fault it's it's America's fault. I'm like you motherfuckers, like you don't know what y'all talking about. They're just fucking insane to, to think that uh, communism is good. You, you, you just been taught uh, and sold the hill of beans that communism is good because you've been taught to hate on capitalism. And the, the issue that you need to have is with these mega corporations like Pfizer, for example, but a lot of people, these same people that are talking about, yeah, we need to, you know, we need to uh, uh, dissolve capitalism. Same ones are on, on their fucking iPhones, MacBooks, going to fucking Starbucks, using apps on said iPhone to buy food and to buy stuff. On Twitter, complain about this stuff. So I'm like, yeah, y'all, y'all you... Your opinion is not respected because, once again, hypocrites. Fucking hypocrites. And what we do here in the Room Prime podcast, we just blast hypocrites and you asshole. Just saying. Uh, okay. After a 2016 photo of Kaepernick wearing a t-shirt with Castro on it resurfaced, uh, Mestaved, uh, uh, Jorge told Kaepernick to learn some history about Cuba. And, and that's the thing. A lot of these people, they taught, again, what I was saying, they taught, they've been taught that, you know, communism, hey, like, you know, uh, they say, hey, Fidel's, uh, they're good. No, horrible. He was horrible for, for Cuba. And how he got into power, he basically, uh, he just, Demarginalize people Promise them This that and the world And then when he got into power He did the complete opposite Took away people's gun rights Just made it hell For people to live in Cuba And those people that escaped From Cuba To America To Florida But yeah like communism is so good That people wanted to leave Yeah just people Learn your history. Learn your fucking history because you don't want to end up like these asshats like Kaepernick, for the love of God. Um, continue on. Uh, cowards like this fool should be sent to live in Cuba, uh, see what they're saying after a day there. Uh, Jorge wrote on Instagram. It, it, exactly. These people that, yeah, they're, they're saying communism is good. Uh, go to Cuba. You know, I wish there was a fucking time machine where people can go to, go to you know, communist Russia. They, they can go to Cuba. They can go to all these places to say, "Oh, it's America's terrible." I want to want to go. I want to go here, go there, and like go. 
go there for a day, go there for a week and see how, how you like it. They'll be crying to come back. Continue on. Uh, when the controversy over Kaepernick wearing the shirt featured oppressive communist dictator first erupted in 2016, then San Francisco 49ers quarterback took a shot at the United States. We do break family. We do break up families here. Kaepernick stated, "That's what mass incarceration is. That is what the foundation of slavery. That's the foundation of slavery. So our country has been based on." That as well, and with genocide Native Americans, it, it, it's it's just insane. And the bit of truth there is just blown up and exaggerated. It's just these people; they just half listen, half read, skim through uh, history, just to get points that they can just. <clears throat> Excuse me, that they can just get and just cherry pick off of the information and use it and twist it. Th- these people, like Kaepernick, these these activists, they're so illegitimate because all they're trying to do is just, just trying to, as they say, get clout. That's all they're trying to do. They're not actually trying to save the world. All they're doing is trying to ride, you know, ride on on that wave, and thinking that yeah, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm different, I'm progressive. No, you're not. You're just someone who who doesn't want to put the effort in. Someone that that just wants to be an activist because he's not the star. He's not getting the star treatment. It's okay. We we make fun of these people. We call them out on their bullshit. And I'm glad, you know, people in the UFC realm called this fool out. You know, so like yeah, he's dude is so black, yeah, he has his fro. And listen, I, I had a fro when I when I was younger. <laughs> and it was, it was fucking awesome. So, you know, gotta maintain it, but it was fucking awesome. But Having a fro, you know, wearing a dashiki during uh, during meetings, practice doesn't make you black. Trying so hard to be a part of the struggle. That's why I noticed people that uh, had it good, they just want to be a part of the struggle because they're overcompensating for the fact that, well, I had it good growing up. So to to fit and, and fit with everyone else, I got to be a part of the struggle because we're taught that. You are you you're, you're just you know your struggle that that's what you're using rather than saying hey you're more than your struggle you're more than uh, your upbringing that there's more to you there's more there's so much more you can do you can bring to the table than just hey well this is who I am this is my struggle and that's it and. People need to need to understand. I was actually talking about this with my coworker earlier, and we just love to use our struggle because we rather just uh, go on and play victim. We don't want to have to go through adversity and and just 
kick life in the ass When it tries to kick us in the ass We kick it back twice as hard When we're told hey you can't do it You, you proved them fucking wrong That you can do it That, that is the best revenge The success Not playing the victim And getting people to feel sorry for you And and getting woke points And and getting people to and, you know getting people to feel sorry for you so they can just give you stuff and to you know put the, the limbo bar higher so you don't have to bend all the way you know that that that's what i'm noticing that these are not revolutionaries these are just people just trying to get on the wave so to to end it uh, just to end it here Because Oof I, I can go on But just Just to end it here Just remember You are more In your struggle You are Destined for great things There's no shame in, in failing There's no shame in, in Just losing cause Get back up Keep fighting until you win And at the end of the day All we can do is just try So again Thank you for listening to the episode Of the Room Prime Podcast number Episode number 88 Do appreciate you listening uh, Again shout outs to Juriari. Uh Definitely check out his Patreon Just search the Juriari show on Patreon.com Five dollars a month, you're able to get so much content uh, with yours truly talking about some uh, bad movies. We we make it fun though. We make it so fun, and he will be on the podcast. Actually, he will be on the podcast uh, very soon, and we'll definitely chop it up. And I'm have other guests lined up, and uh, male and female. Just gonna leave it at that. So that being said, uh, thank you for everyone that's uh, that's uh, that's downloaded, that's listened to this, that shared the podcast. I really do appreciate it. Um, also, you know who you are, uh, bro. Uh, appreciate you know just the ideas and just the, the motivation and the the kick in the ass I needed. Do appreciate you guys, and you know we're gonna keep on pushing. Uh, we're on the road to 100 episodes And I got a plan for the, the big 100 uh, So that being said I'm Prime And I'll see you next time